Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. The Rehearsal, Season 1, Episode 1, Orange Juice, No Pulp. This episode originally aired July 15th, 2022. Welcome to the Rehearsal Recap Podcast, where I take a deep dive into each episode of Nathan Fielder's hit show, Join me as I break down the moments that make us laugh, cry, and shake our heads in disbelief. Uh, in this episode, the first episode of Nathan Fielder's new show, it is structured very similarly in a lot of ways to Nathan For You. In this first episode, we are introduced to uh, kind of the first guinea pig, as it were, the first person to be helped by Nathan Fielder. Uh, it is Core. He's a 50-year-old teacher. Uh, who responded to a vague uh, Craigslist ad, very vague Craigslist ad, uh, and ends, ends up participating in a project uh, involving strangers reenacting uh, his, recreating his apartment, recreating a bar, uh, a trivia bar, and rehearsing a confession that he will be telling to one of his friends. Uh, the show explores the ethics and dilemmas of privacy. Uh, it's also a hilarious show uh, and very impressive the level at which Nathan Fielder goes. Definitely a show that has, uh, I would say, Truman Show vibes to it. Also, uh, maybe Schenectady, New York vibes as well, uh, which... You know, the the implementation of that those types of things into reality, very unsettling. Uh, definitely has a, a lot of similarities to other Nathan Fielder shows, other work that he's done. Uh, but this one definitely has the signature awkward humor of Nathan Fielder, uh, but feels a bit more natural, I would say, which is which is nice. Uh, and in this episode, we find out Kor's lie is not a very big lie, but definitely there is uh, more to, there's definitely some trauma behind that lie that makes it so important for him, uh, makes it so difficult for him to confess uh, to his fellow trivia friends. Uh, so this episode starts with Nathan Fielder showing up to Kor's apartment find out the core is trivia we find uh we find out the core is a teacher we also find out that he is uh a fan of trivia but i would go a bit further than just a fan this man is obsessed singularly obsessed with trivia uh to a level that is a bit obsessive uh but regardless of that he is a big trivia fan and he needs to confess uh, he needs to confess to his friends. He re he answered this vague uh, Craigslist ad, which the Craigslist ad only said, TV opportunity, is there something you're avoiding, question mark, submit video. That's all the, cra the Craigslist ad said, and he s just sends in a video that he's been avoiding confessing to his trivia team that uh, he, his, about his education. They think he has a master's. Uh, but he doesn't, and it's gotten to a point where, you know, they're sending, one of his friends is sending him job applications uh, that would require him to have the education that he's lied about having. And this lie has been going on for 12 years. 
So it is quite a lengthy lie to be go like just kind of ridiculous, right? Trying to pretend to be this a, a different person to impress people, not to want them to look down on you. But I I don't know, man. I I guess it it's very weird what people will lie about, right? What their insecurities are, and you know, money is a big one. People will lie about. Uh, they'll lie about their family. Just a lot of things that they would be embarrassed about. And this show, not only exploring the idea of rehearsing for life's like challenging events in your life, but also tackling the issues behind why it's such a big idea for these people uh, who have been keeping up this, uh, this charade for so long. We also find out Core's specialty in trivia is TV, yet he has never heard of Nathan For You, uh, which is kind of funny in a way that somebody would specialize in TV. It would I would be interested to know what Core what what TV shows Core does know a lot about. Because even though like I have watched a few episodes of Nathan For You, but even before I got HBO and was able to watch those shows or where, wherever it was on, whatever TV channel it was on, I still heard about I knew about it in the TV sphere, right? Nathan for you is this show. At least I had heard of the title. Uh, but, you know, also very unique type of a premise, which this show, the rehearsal, is definitely a step beyond how unique Nathan for you was. But similar in a way where he's trying interesting unique things to help improve people in nathan for you helping improve people's business in most cases in this one helping people with kind of life situations in a lot of ways um but in their conversation so he's at core's apartment right telling little awkward nathan fielder jokes about the doors talking about the books little banter here and there Obviously seeing how awkward in like just the awkwardness that is matched with core and Nathan like they are two guys who are the most awkward kinds of people probably on a spectrum of some sort would not be surprised right definitely feel have that vibe of like you know definitely not loose which would also kind of I guess make sense in a lot of ways. Uh, the the level of preparation that Nathan goes through and and even the premise of the show in having to prepare and rehearse these things instead of just being in the moment trying to just have faith in yourself to act in the moment or be in the moment which this show is not about being in the moment this is the show is completely about preparing for every potential moment which is a lot of work like, if you put that kind of effort that is put into these rehearsals into just tools to allow you to act and react in the moment of a situation and, and be able to handle a wide range of situations just based on your ability to be in the moment, as it were, I think it would be much more successful than what this is. But wouldn't be as interesting and fun as this show is because this show is by far one of the craziest things that uh i've ever seen and that's why i'm obviously t going to be breaking these episodes down so anyway 
in their conversation, Nathan reveals that their conversation has already had happened dozens of times and go, he's going to help core rehearse. Right. And this is where we see, right. When he, when he tells core that he's already had this conversation a dozen, dozen times, he's rehearsed every bit of it. He mentions that when there were people that came from the gas company, they showed up to his house they actually did a scan, which is the technology that is available these days is amazing as well. They did a, a 3D scan of his entire apartment so Nathan could completely recreate his apartment so he could then hire an actor to play core, have that actor learn core's mannerisms and things so that Nathan can go through to try and be funny, to try and be to try and be a better version of himself to work on things that he isn't necessarily good at dealing with in the moment and that's where you realize watching this show when nathan's like oh by the way this conversation we've had i've had this conversation 20 times it's almost like those moments in the the time loop movies where the person confesses that they're in a time loop and that they've experienced the same thing over and over again. It, it is very much a mind-blowing thing. And seeing the level that he goes to just at his apartment. That's not even to talk about the bar that we see later. But definitely one of the big mind-blowing moments. And also absolutely hilarious to see Kor's complete and utter non-reaction too he is very unfazed he's just like oh okay like my brain has been splattered over the ceiling and the wall from what i just what i see is what this show is going to be and or at least what i think this show is going to be and just to go to core's reaction is just so flat and it's like okay very obviously probably he's going through the logistics and the reality that people scanned his entire home down to the last detail down to the, what books were on his bookshelf and things like a huge invasion of privacy <laughs> but he doesn't seem like angry he definitely he just feel it just looks like he's unfazed by it but it's it's still crazy so in an effort for nathan to kind of get core to open up because he mentions that like it's really only one person he's worried about in his trivia team uh, about confessing this this lie to them uh, that's been going on for 12 years. He's worried that this person will be violent. At least that's what he says. But then when he explains what violent means, basically, they're, you know, maybe they'll yell and they might not have a friendship. So it definitely could go wrong. But no bloodshed in that violence. Little, little, uh, little bit over the over the mark as far as uh describing the reaction as potentially violent um but he's not really he's still like not willing to open up and even mention who it is he's very kind of guarded with the details of this thing um but you know so in an effort to do that they go nathan plans this day and when I say plans this day, it's not like, oh, there's a few activities they're going to do together. He's rehearsed this day. He has planned to the absolute detail. Like they go skeet shooting, which this dude's last name is Skeet. 
And Nathan points out in in one of many efforts Nathan Nathan takes to be funny in this episode. Core is not a comedy fan. <laughs> like this dude would be horrible at a comedy club. He does not laugh or really give anything back. Very, very straight man <laughs> as far as comedy goes. Uh, so take some skeet shooting and replaces Nathan replaced all the bullets with blanks so that they might bond over being both being bad at not hitting any of the clays right the clay pigeons that they're shooting let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of inspired disorder plus so you go inspireddisordercom slash plus sign up five dollars a month you get to binge the full week of the ray taylor show ad free you get to watch all of the live painting videos i do you get a special members only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that i sell you also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast i've ever produced hundreds of episodes countless different podcasts you also get access to my personal blog a new blog comes out every week in addition to that you get my creative writing that i'm releasing you also get access to asking me anything 14 years of experience podcasting i've been creating art my entire life i've been using photoshop since middle school and you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else so those are the benefits for signing up for inspired disorder plus and now let's get back to the show they end up going to a pool a heated pool where they finally kind of opens up a little bit nathan talks about how he was married we find out the core had had a marriage and it ended horribly he considers it to be one of the greatest failures of his life and in an effort to not get too personal in an effort to keep Nathan from divulging too much personal information to Core, he hired an actor, this overweight man, to join them in the pool to make it awkward for them to continue talking. Like, every little detail is very, very much like a Truman Show type of a thing, where everybody else in this show, aside from Core, aside from the Mark, is potentially an actor. Every scenario that they are in is potentially set up in a way to elicit a specific response. And it's cr it's just crazy. But there is a funny moment when they're driving back. He finally does open up in the car and he tells them about her, his friend Trisha and she, she writes a blog that's called Cheap Chick in the City. And there's a hilarious moment where they just keep repeating cheap chick in the city to each other as if initially to clarify the name of this weird sounding blog but it's goes it's almost like how family guy one of the ways family guy tries to be funny is just repeating something over and over again but then repeating it too long because and in that rep repetition being just drawn out way longer than it should ends up being funny I would say implemented in this show far better than anything Family Guy. I'm not a big Family Guy f fan, but uh, definitely a, a thing that uh, Family Guy relies on heavily in their comedy. That and references. Um, but yeah, they cheap chick in the city. Uh, so Nathan hires an actress, right? Because to do this rehearsal, he's going to need Core to rehearse with somebody. He hires an actress to play Trisha and 
for this actress to be prepared, he sets up an interview uh, for Trisha to write a blog for this fictional blog that that Nathan Fielder came up with, right? So then we see the scene with this actress who is seemingly supposed to be interviewed by Trisha, but the entire conversation and hilariously edited scene is just Trisha rambling. She's like somebody that just does not stop talking. She's a lot. Like, you know, a lot of people in this world have that thing where they just I'm more of a listener than a, a talker like I I can sit in silence by myself or with somebody else forever I am not somebody that needs to talk to fill dead space with with words uh but Trisha is the complete opposite type of a person where she will just talk and go on and on about something despite the fact that she is supposed to be the one conducting the interview barely even letting the actress get a word in edgewise right she's supposed to be interviewing this woman for being a bird watcher but at no point very rarely does she ever let the actress even even start to talk so in an, in in that interview in that kind of preparation for the actress they also wanted to see how she might react to a lie to somebody confessing a lie so this actress also confesses a lie about how she doesn't have a sister named Trisha or whatever. And, you know, she reacts just like, oh, oh that's kind of weird. Okay, that's fine. Right? She not doesn't react in any big way. Not, not like she's, uh, you know, offended by the fact that she was lied to. Uh, but, it, you know, they want to test. Right? Uh, everything. Everything in the show is testing. Test, 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 test. Right? run it by run it by let's do this over again see how this goes right and of course they're gonna test to see her reaction and then we see right the idea is they he's going to confess to her one-on-one -on -one at a trivia night that's something that they do together so nathan as he does as he, this show is is showing creates a replica of the bar that they're going to go to down to the smallest details it is insane the amount of detail put into this this uh replica bar um it's got like you you see the pictures that are crooked you see the 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 wear on the chairs is exactly like the bar there's a balloon stuck to a vent that's exactly like the bar like every like exponentially more detailed than nathan's recreation of Cora's apartment like just an insane level of of detail and when this actress comes in for them to run through every possible scenario nathan has this flow chart basically directing life in a lot of ways you see how accurate i would say the actress is which is something that you also see with the actor who portrays core when nathan was rehearsing so you're seeing like the not only the level of detail in the recreations of these locations but also the level of detail in the actors that are being these people because of the preparation nathan so it's not only like the layers of the show are not only for the 
the character, the main focus of the episode, not just for core, but also the preparation and rehearsals that everybody involved goes through what Nathan goes through, what all these actors go through. So it's like it is so many levels. That's why in so many ways it, it almost feels like not only Truman Show, but also Schenectady, New York, where there's just like layers upon layers of of this thing that's going on. And it's just it's just the amount of complexity involved is just insane. So they're running through all the potential outcomes. Uh, and as they're doing this rehearsal, which trivia is going to be played while Core is supposedly going to be confessing. Core gets just completely off track and obsessed with trying to get this trivia right, even though it's a rehearsal, right? We're seeing the level of Core's obsession with trivia. He can't focus. He, it's just he's only focused, only cares about this trivia thing and not focusing on what he should be doing. And that's worrying Nathan. So Nathan, of course, has a plan because, you know, that's just it's just it's it's just amazing how this guy's brain thinks. So, of course, in a way to make it so core doesn't have to worry so much about getting the trivia questions right, because that is almost more important to him than actually confessing this thing is that he doesn't want to get any of the answers wrong like it it is so much of his identity is being like this this person who knows the answers to things which is also a very interesting overall thematic thing as far as what rehearsals are doing uh which nathan kind of speaks about at the very end of this episode but so nathan's plan is to because he doesn't want core doesn't want to cheat obviously he wants to basically like inception these answers. He sets up, gets gets a hold of the the trivia guy, um, knows what the questions are going to be, and goes on these walks with Core, where people around them as they're on their walk are inceptioning answers to things, talking about trivia, even Nathan doing it himself. Like they go into the building where they're rehearsing and there's a door code and he's like, oh, the door code is this, which is the year that this war took place. Uh, they're walking through a park and there's two women. One of them spills something on her pants. It's like, oh, these DKNY pants, you know, directly from New York. Right. Just giving all these things. The funniest one is they're walking by and there's a cop that's got like the caution tape. And apparently there was a shooting. Or whatever not a shoot it wasn't a real shooting but that's what the cop is saying and he's like it's the most hilarious line when this cop's like days like these i curse the chinese forever inventing gunpowder right clearly one of the questions going to be who invented gunpowder right so the level of deception and manipulation nathan is going to to make make it so core doesn't get distracted in the moment so he can stay on track and stay focused to actually do this rehearsal and then they do like a dress rehearsal basically where that the bar is this fake bar is full of fake actors a bunch of extras and you're seeing them run through all the different scenarios 
including worst case scenario, right? He, he goes through a scenario where the actress portraying uh, Trisha like would say the violent thing, right? And then walks away, and then everybody in the bar supposedly overheard, and they're like, "Oh, could you hear about that guy? He just lied about having a master's degree." <clears throat> Which is ridiculous, but also the worst case scenario. Like, what would be the worst thing that could happen? Yeah, everybody in the bar making fun of you. Like, the ultimate embarrassment, kind of. Which would never happen. It would happen in, like, a movie or something like that. It would be ridiculous for everybody in a bar to care that a guy lied about having a master's degree. <clears throat> but, uh, so they do the dress rehearsal. Um And the plan kind of you see him following the plan going. Uh, so now it's the time of the the confession, right? Shows up. Somebody's at the table. He's got this crazy excuse to get the table that he's supposed to be sitting at. Like they prepared just in case somebody was sitting at the table they were planning on sitting at. God forbid you go to another table. We have to go just as rehearsed makes an excuse about like oh this sentimental value grandma died or whatever <clears throat> and everything seemingly is going as planned following the script you start seeing that the the inceptions are actually working he's getting the trivia questions right and he's doing well and he confesses well and he gets to a point where it's like okay he knows that now is the time where he's going to confess. And it's so drawn out and dramatic where it's like a long pause, right? Where you, you know, he's thinking, you know, he's like, should I, I should do it now. I guess I'll do it now. Uh, they had a thing where it's like, if he wants go get pizza that way, it'll be easy for him to get a word in. If she's got her mouth full eating pizza Right. So he goes to get the pizza and then he starts to bring it up. It's like, oh, there's this big thing I want to talk to you about. But then like the pizza kitchen makes a noise He's like, oh, is that the pizza? And he gets distracted. So it's like, oh, is he going to do it? Right. The, the, uh, watching this episode as the audience, like, is he going to do it? Like is like all of this work and it feels like he's about to bail. It feels like he's not going to go through with this confession. And even after he starts, it feels like he's going to tap out. But she kind of pushes it. So what were you talking about before? And he goes in and he tells her and she takes it fine. Right. He, she takes it well. But it was very dramatic. I'm like yelling at the screen. Do it. Tell her. Such a long delay. But just a ton of work for just a very small lie like so much work but it is kind of great it is kind of thrilling in some ways to see it succeed i want to take a quick break from the show to let you all know that there is official merch for the ray taylor show head on over to inspireddisorder.com you can get t-shirts different artwork available different designs all on high quality materials 
in all the sizes. There's also iPhone cases made of biodegradable material. That's right. This is not bad for the environment. This is good for the environment. So all of those designs that are available on t-shirts are also available on phone cases designed by me, sold by me. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com to support the Ray Taylor show and promote it out in the world so all of the people in your life can see that you are a fan of the Ray Taylor show. Now, let's get back to that very show right now. And they even rehearse different conclusions, right? Like he they show him, you know, it being successful and then him on these walks with this actress uh and just kind of talking more or you know what he'll do if she he's rejected and he goes back home and just kind of thinks about it while in bed like he shows all of the the potential reactions and then this is during the mod voiceover nathan says it's easier to choose a path when you can live the future first right free from doubt and regret always knowing the answers right but in many ways, that is like what Core doesn't want in trivia, right? Knowing the answers before they're asked, right? Instead of being in the moment and testing yourself in the moment with trivia, no, just putting your knowledge to the test is the antithesis of what this show is, right? This show is trying to predict the future and to prepare you for that future because you're you're aware of all the potential pitfalls that can happen right so it's definitely a very interesting thing and even in that moment when nathan's giving that voiceover we're seeing core with the actress at his apartment or fake apart i think it's his real apart it might be his fake apartment and they're watching jeopardy and he gets an answer wrong right the answer is a red ribbon he says a ribbon He's like, oh, I would have lost points, right? And he's okay with being wrong in the moment. And I think that's, in a lot of ways, what this show is trying to illustrate in, the, in showing you what not to do, right? In showing you how much work goes in for people that want to prepare for everything instead of preparing yourself to just be in the moment and trusting yourself in the moment. So I, I found that to be, the, at the end of this episode, an interesting kind of a juxtaposition between the intentions of Nathan Fielder trying to you know, help people choose their path because they already know what the future, they already know what the answers are, but how in knowing the answers goes completely against what Core wanted to do, specifically with the thing that he's obsessed with in the, in the trivia. And then we see Nathan sitting down with core asking him how he thought it went and of course core was more excited about doing well in trivia but he's like oh yeah that went well too like trivia was great and uh oh yeah that you know the confession went good too and then you see this moment where nathan is how i think this played out is that you see nathan then talking to the actor portraying core and telling the actor that he actually uh inceptioned the answers he told him the answers to trivia before because he knew he would be so nervous in those moments so he wanted him to have those answers so he wouldn't have to think as much about that so he could focus on the confession right and nathan's telling the actor that 
And the actor's response is like, this is horrible. You're a horrible person. Why would you do that? And then it cuts back to what I believe Nathan sitting across from Core. And in that moment, Nathan deciding not to do the thing he trained, he rehearsed to do. Right? To not tell Core that he rigged the game. Right? And I think in that moment, it's, it's you know, it's in that moment, it's choosing what not to say. Right? knowing the times when it's okay things are better left unsaid right it's better for core now obviously if you watch the show he's going to know that that was an intention but you know that on some level maybe that's something that that's the way nathan's confessing to core that he rigged uh the the trivia answers but you know that's what i think because it is kind of confusing that scene because you don't know if when he's saying those things about rigging the trivia, you don't know if he's actually telling that to core, but I don't think yet. I think he rehearsed telling it to core and we're seeing the rehearsal of that. But then we also see in the moment him not saying the thing, not confessing. Right. And, and I think in some ways it's showing that maybe coming clean about your education is something you could come clean about. Not a huge issue, but there may be things in life where it's better if they're left unsaid, if they're left not clarified, right? If it, if it can enhance and make some, a situation better, not offend somebody and, you know, their, their complete moral outlook on trivia. But interesting themes at the very end of this uh, in regards to even what the show was about, in regards to trivia, in regards to knowing the answers, and how that applies to knowing the future, knowing outcomes, training for all the outcomes. Uh, but it's pretty great. And then we see <clears throat> the, the last scene is Nathan talking to the bartender. We don't hear the conversation. But I think it's interesting that he's talking to the bartender. Because out of every aspect of the show that is very prepared and detailed and, and very minute, the bartender was the one person who didn't have any, had no idea how to make a margarita, had no preparation whatsoever, seemingly, right? Because they didn't really have to do, she just had to give drinks, but she never learned how to make those drinks, right? And I think in that scene, we see that that actor, that actor represents somebody who is not prepared, but willing to be themselves in the moment. And how that is the person that Nathan chose to talk to, right? He chose, to, he's not talking to people that have prepared to have a conversation with them. He's having an open, real conversation with somebody who is open and real. So I think it's a very interesting examination that this pilot episode does for the overall ideas of what Nathan's trying to do. And uh, pretty brilliant, I would say. Um, so in this episode, we saw the level of recreation and preparation Nathan goes to. We see the level that this show is going to be showing us uh, of not only the the uh, not only preparing the subject for rehearsals, but also even a step back where we're seeing everybody involved in helping that person get prepared. We're seeing the levels of preparation that are going on. Uh, we see the the crazy recreations that are going to be happening, not only Core's apartment, the trivia bar, 
just the complete and utter level of detail that the bar had, uh, the worn chairs, the picture, all of those little details, even a pizza oven that they just threw away uncooked pizzas and then put out. Like it was like the level of detail to make everything seem legit was crazy. <clears throat> also, we get to see how good these actors are. You know, the actor who plays Core, I think, nailed it, nailed his kind of vibe. Same thing with Trisha, the actor who played Trisha. Obviously, the bartender is the one person who wasn't prepared, but also the only person you see Nathan kind of having a fun conversation with at the end. Uh, but also in this episode, which I think is foreshadowing for the entire series, uh, Core compares Nathan to Willy Wonka. He's the dream maker, right? Because he's creating all of these things for Core to prepare to realize a dream of coming clean and confessing this thing, right? And Nathan in core telling him this is like wait didn't he kill all those kids like wasn't willy wonka kind of a bad guy in that movie and in so many ways this show is willy wonka and the chocolate factory where on the face of it it seems like he's doing these good things but as we will see in this series that it kind of takes a turn where maybe he is more like Willy Wonka than he thinks. Like the accuracy of that comparison is more telling than I think core even intended. I think core meant it in the positive way, but I think the reality of what that the Willy Wonka movie is, is definitely a, a great foreshadowing of what we're going to be seeing in this series as a whole so it's interesting that 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 specific thing was put in this episode in the first episode of the show where you know we're first introduced and we're like on its face like oh this is amazing what what nathan's doing this is like really magical what he's doing and seemingly going to be helping like it was kind of emotional seeing core finally confess to his friend so it's going to be interesting when, you know, we get that moment of Willy Wonka where they're in the boat and it's getting dark and it almost turns into a horror movie, right? We're, we're, those moments are going to come up. Um, and in the next episode is kind of almost like this is definitely a pilot episode, right? It, it shows the overall concept of the show. It shows the, the, the potential harms i mean invasion of privacy uh but also you know preparing knowing the answers seemingly knowing the answers before they're given versus just being honest and in the moment but in the next episode we're going to be introduced to angela who's preparing for motherhood uh and the complexity of this that rehearsal is going to even go to the next level uh, and, of course, in her preparing for motherhood, so there's going to be children involved. And due to child labor laws, there is uh, interesting things that they have to do to comply with those, but to also pull off this rehearsal. Uh, also, with a house, with uh, a trying to find a husband to also rehearse is part of the next episode. And uh, I think it's the true beginning 
of what we will see a a massive rabbit hole that kind of everything goes into uh and we see where the willy wonka comparison becomes more and more accurate as the season goes on uh so that was the first episode i want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of the rehearsal recap podcast make sure you tune in next week for our analyze analysis for my analysis of the next episode of the rehearsal you can find all the podcasts you can find this episode you can find the show on all podcast platforms as well as youtube.com slash inspired disorder i'll see you next time new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.